Vandersloot gives it up. Parker to tie. You got Finds Rose. Rose trying to get open. Fires away. Bang! It's over! The Bulls win at the buzzer! DeRozan. To win it! DeMore! DeRozan delivers! Anderson. Hits it in the air to right! Back at the wall! And the White Sox win it! What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is Mike Hughes, and you are listening or watching Mike on the Mic podcast, everything Chicago sports-related podcast. I am here today, of course, at 1252 Sports Entertainment. If you haven't given them a follow yet, definitely do so. I have an amazing guest for you guys today, Rob Scott of Robin Two Cents, an amazing brother from Chicago. That is my guy. We're going to get him in the room in just a second, but really quick to give you guys the rundown in case you know you're in and out, you're at work, whatever you guys got going on. The topics today in order of what we're doing, because I find that a lot of you guys in the comments were very interested in that. We're doing Chicago Bulls, Chicago Sky. Then we are going to be going all the way to the depths of the MLB, talking about the bullshit that is Rob Manfred. I mean, we, we don't we don't want to get into it, but we got to get into it. I mean, there's only one Rob on this show today that I'm going to be talking nice about, and that's my boy Rob Scott, because Manfred we're going to get into it. And then we will be talking about the Chicago Bears. We will be rocking with what's going on in free agency so far. But first, let me bring in my brother. I met him at the ASAP Network, and he does his own thing. And we are going to get into it. Rob Scott, welcome to the show, my brother. It is amazing having you. How are you feeling today? I'm all good, my brother. How you feeling, Mike? It's cold, Rob. It's cold today. It's, it's real cold. I'm not rocking with it. I'm not vibing with the weather today. We almost didn't have a show. The wind knocked out my internet for two days i was talking to fat mike backstage about it literally a few hours ago I, and alan I, I i had no idea what was going on i was you know calling the guy hey can you can you did you try turning it on and off again what what the fuck do you think you know what i mean <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm sitting here with the fucking phone in my hand and this guy's playing with his balls talking about did did you try turning it on and off again Rob. <laughs> Do you what do you think was the first thing I did when my internet went out? <laughs> yeah, what everybody yeah. does. You oh. know, that's that old IT trick when they lazy. They why don't you flip it on and flip it off? Yeah, flip it <laughs> off and flip it back on. 
was my bro. I, 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 I didn't know what else to say. I had nothing to say. I literally said, are you, are you kidding me right now? You've asked me this five times and every single time I've told you, yes, I tried turning it on and off. Like it, it, it blew my mind, but Rob, we ain't talking about internet today. We're talking about something that's up and it's stuck and it's not going anywhere anytime soon. It is the all-star break, my brother. Yes, we are sir. here. Yes, we sir. are full of injuries. We are not even close to being who we're supposed to be. And we are still tied for top of the East. Rob, the Chicago Bulls, if I'm not mistaken, I'm looking at the records right now. Rob, I believe we're 38 and 21 and in yes, first sir. place. I believe yes, we are tied with the Miami Heat right now, which, in my opinion, and I've said this, Rob, I don't know how you feel about it. I don't care about Harden and Embiid. I don't care about Giannis. I don't care about any of that. I truly am afraid of the Miami Heat's roster from top to bottom, and I think they are going to give us the biggest problem. But, Rob, before we get into all of that, how are you feeling so far about the season, and, and what are your takeaways from the first half? Well, first of all, let me thank you. I appreciate you, my brother, for having me on mic on the oh, mic, man. I'm humbled. Hey, I, I see you doing your thing, the big interviews you had, you know, doing Super Bowl weekend. Shout out to you, my boy. So I appreciate you for having me on. Always, but, man. But, man, uh, I, I love the Bulls' chances. I, I, I hate that a lot of people write up, you know, they count us out. Right. You know, they, oh, they're going to just do this in the regular season. What's going to happen in the postseason? I believe that's what you do for the postseason during the regular season. You set mm. the foundation. You start to create a winning atmosphere, a a, a winning uh, mm. uh, tradition, so to speak. And that's what the Bulls are doing, led by my boy Debo doing this thing, man. Mm. Shout out to him being a starter once again in the All-Star game. And it's just a testament to what he's been able to do, how he's been able to lead these teams through all these injuries as you spoke on right. earlier. The Bulls right now, to me, they're, they are a threat in the Beastern Conference. We have to call it the Beastern Conference now. I mean, from one through eight, or yeah, one through eight, everybody has a winning record. Mm -hmm. When has that been seen in the Eastern Conference? It's been a long, long, long time. time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and, and you look at, honestly, you look at nine through 12, they're not winning records, but those teams were playoff teams last year. You're looking at the Hornets. You're looking at the Wizards. You're looking at the Knicks. You're looking the at the Hawks. The Hawks is in the Eastern Conference finals, right. and they're not even in the—they're not even in the play-in right now. I think they're barely sniffing the play-in. It's—it's it's crazy to me, Rob. It baffles me. And you know what? You—you you mentioned it, Debo, the man, the myth, the legend himself, the worst free agent signing in NBA history, according to so many others. And Rob, uh, you know what? I hate going on here, and, and if you want to duck your head while I say this, you can, because a lot of people get upset with me. No, no, uh, talk Steve, your stuff. Stephen A. Smith. I don't want to hear shit from Stephen. A. He went on. He went on the show the other day and said how underappreciated the Demar Derozan has been. But you understand the reason he's underappreciated is because you stood up there in the beginning of the year and said that this man and Zach Levine weren't going to work. The reason people doubt them is because of people like Stephen A. Smith yes. who don't know what they're talking about. Yes, and, and that's that's what bothers me the most for whatever reason. And hey. Rob, you know me. I'm a baseball guy. I yeah. play ball. I, I don't hoop like that. I hoop for fun and export and planet fitness. That's all I do. But for anybody who takes Stephen A. Smith, who was a D3 bench player in college basketball, for anybody that takes that man seriously, I don't, I don't know what to say. Oh, I have the eye. No, you don't. You don't because you thought Julius Randle was an MVP, and oh, now he can't hit water if he was on a boat. That's just the craziest <laughs> thing about it. I mean, to me, Rob, 
what DeMar DeRozan is doing right now, you look at what happened. People forget about this. COVID. The first thing that happened was the COVID regime of where DeMar was holding it down and Zach were holding it down for as long as possible. Lonzo Ball was the last man standing. Yeah. Um, yeah, he almost made it too. He Rob, he almost made it. He was, hey, he was we, we, we were the first team to have to shut down. Yeah. And, uh, you know, shut it down and reschedule games due to COVID. I mean, at one point, I think it was like 10 people that had COVID when, when COVID was a thing, right. you know, I like to say it that way. Yeah, I'm like, well, I haven't heard of it in the NBA as of late, but hey, you no. don't know. Let's not jinx it. <laughs> nah, we're too close to playoffs, Rob. We can't jinx it again. But it, it comes down to that, though. That was before the injuries even happened. Then everybody goes down. I mean, at one point, Zach Levine's questionable with his knee. Now, obviously, the doctors did all the tests, and they think there isn't going to be any serious things going on with there. Um, and to anybody who says, why is he getting tested if he's not having issues, Go tear your ACL and then go tell me that you're not worried about hearing a clicking in your knee. You're you're bullshitting me. Like, yeah, or you wake up with a certain pain. You, yeah, you, you it, know it's that. completely understandable. And you know what? To me, not to get off topic, yeah. you know, I busted my shoulder playing football. I've done okay. it. And, to, and even lacrosse. To this day, Rob, I, you know, when it gets cold out, especially in Chicago, my oh, yeah. shoulder feels it. Oh, and, yeah. And, and it cracked. I don't know if I could do it right now. Nah, not right now. But uh, usually in the morning, Doc, big old crack in the morning, one right before night. But it, it comes down to it at the end of the day to where I feel like the weather plays a big part into that. And Zach's knee definitely feels that. And, and I think it, it's better to be safe than sorry. You already got all these injuries going on with the team. If they want him to rest, they want him to rest. But get to get back on the topic, you know, you got Alex Caruso. Patrick Williams yeah. played, what, three games? I was at the game where Patrick Williams broke his wrist, and I uh. cried. My homies were holding my tears back while for me. <laughs> I cried because I watched it happen, and I knew it the second it happened. Yeah. You know, we still got Lonzo out. We got all these guys out, and yet we are first in the East. Rob Scott, I'm asking you today, in your honest opinion, who's your MVP of the season? Right now, if the season ended, uh, I would have to say DeMar DeRozan. Uh, I, I have him and uh, Joel Embiid. As my as my front front runners, sure. uh, both of them have stories to tell. You look at Demar, as you mentioned, going through COVID, uh, all the players that that uh, you know left this roster depleted, and then going through all the countless injuries right now. I mean, we're waiting on Caruso. Luckily, Levine went to see the specialist. Mm -hmm. Nothing wrong. He's I think he got cleared for the All Star game, so yeah. he, I think he's gonna play. Yeah. So. Um, you know, luckily we'll have him back, you know, for the quote-unquote second half of the season. Missing Patrick Millions. We was missing Derrick Jones for a while. I mean, it, it, you know, missing Lonzo Ball. And I cannot wait till we get our wing defenders back with Ball and Caruso because we're going to become deadly. But it's almost been a blessing in disguise as you look at the elevated play of Ayo. My boy, Ayo! I mean, Ayo has been out there getting better and right. better. Each and every game, you can tell he was always a hard worker. He For came sure. in playing defense, but now you can see the elevation of his point guard skills. He's becoming more aware out there on the basketball court, able right. to get guys in position, you know, understand the feet, the hot hand, the debo, learning better floor space. Io is, is 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 becoming a monster. They're gonna have to pay that man, you know, after that rookie contract is up. I, I believe Io is gonna be one of those Drew Holiday type of players, you know, a great two-way type of player. That's why I could play with him. I, I compare him to a Drew Holiday because I love Drew Holiday. But uh, if you look at Joel Embiid, he also has a story to tell. They've had injuries 
over there in Philly. And of course, the whole Ben Simmons fiasco, which I, this is unpopular opinion, uh, you know, a little bit off topic. I don't agree with how Ben Simmons went about it, right. but I'm not mad at, at him not wanting to play for that team anymore. It's right. one thing to get into it with your player, with your fellow player. You know, that's that's somebody that's your peer. You know, Joel and B talking mess, throwing him under the bus on, on you know, in front of the nation. Right. That's one thing. But when your coach does it, when 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 your that, coach that was Rob, that was that was where I'm on board with you is when, yeah. when I heard Doc say that he couldn't win with Ben. If I was Ben, I wouldn't have showed back up. Yeah, I, I can't play for a coach that's willing to put the blame on me when you're not making adjustments. But that's a whole different subject. But for what Joel Embiid to come out and do, I mean, the man has been a monster. I mean, he's he's truly elevated his game. And the way that he plays the position as center, he is really like one of our first just versatile centers, the way he can play like a guard. He can shoot and, and score from all three facets of the game, inside the paint, from the mid-range. He has a beautiful midi. And then, of course, stretching you out with the three-point shot. I mean, Dirk laid that foundation, but Joel Embiid is taking it to a different level, man. It's just something about them about. overseas players. I'm telling you, man, they, they are learning fast. I mean, America better step it up. <laughs> oh, no, they definitely do. And, Rob, we talked about it a little bit, too. You know, I, I was talking to my guy, Allen. He's a part of 1252. Lamelo Ball in the Rising Stars game. I don't yeah. know if you got a chance to watch it, but yeah. be, be better, bro. Like you were, you were acting a fool, just playing around. Yeah, I, I heard him saying some nasty things to the media, just telling him he don't give a shit, he don't give a lick about nothing. Like I, I love Lamelo. I grew yeah. up on Lamelo. That's yeah. my, he's my favorite ball brother, and we got yeah. Lonzo here. Yeah. He's my favorite ball brother. Always has been. But I, I love the cockiness. But it, it comes down to respect at the end of the day, and you got to yeah. respect the game, and you got to respect yeah. your peers. And, and I feel like Lamelo sometimes he goes out there, man, and, and it's like, dude, at the end of the day, I, I need to see better from you, like that. Be that, a professional, right? And, and you are and, a professional. People forget that this is not playing pickup game at the park. Right. This is the National Basketball Association. <laughs> There's a lot of money tied into this league, right? And you're getting paid handsomely. You know, be professional. I'm not saying don't have fun, but it's a way, you know, it's a time and a place for everything. Right. And, and that's that's what it was for me. You know, we look at guys from overseas. I don't know if you follow them. Wagner? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Both the Wagner brothers, they're yeah. coming. You know. No, you got to say Wagner. Oh, Wagner. <laughs> they're dogs, bro. They're dogs. I, I mean, you, you look at these guys coming up, though. Giannis, Joe. Yeah. You know, you look at Embiid, so many others that are foreign-born players. Luca. Luca, I, I left I left Luca for last. Luca Magic's my guy. Luca's uh, my boy. That's my boy. That's my brother. I, Luca was one of the first guys that wasn't a, a either a Chicago Bull or previously a Chicago Bull that I bought a jersey of. Yeah. Um, and I gotta be real though, Luca's cocky and he knows he's good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Luca understands it. You know what I mean? But these guys, Rob, right now, and, and the biggest thing what you said about the MVP, the MVP, Debo Rosen. Demar the chosen, as I like to call him. Demar the chosen. That's my favorite one. You you found me that one. I never heard it anywhere else. But my biggest thing about it is, and I hate doing this because it's not something I like to do often. Yeah. But my problem with Joel is, can you finish the season healthy? And we've yeah. always seen these MVP oh, yeah. seasons. These MVP seasons from Joel isn't new. Like it happened at the beginning of every season, and that second half, he just gets beat. And, yeah. And 
And that's what it comes down to is, you know, can you trust the process? Literally, can you trust him to stay healthy? And, and I feel like it's the same thing right now with James Harden. Can you trust both of them to stay yeah. healthy? And, well, I and, think with, with Joel, he has a little bit of motivation, though. Right. But that's, that's he, my thing. He with wants to show Simmons man. up. You know he what wants I mean, to show though? Simmons up. No, like, I, I, think, I think that's on his mind. So it might be just a tad bit different because now that Simmons is not there, now it becomes a let me show you what you're missing, bro. Exactly. But my <laughs> thing is, when you look at these big men, like, it, it can only take you so far. You know what I mean? Like, it, yeah. those injuries are just nagging, and they just continue to look at Zion right now. Another potential AD. foot surgery? Yeah. How? Doing what? All you've been doing is getting out of bed. I don't understand what's going on with you, my big fella. Like, I, yeah. it, it, there, it's got to be more than that. But back to get on to the Chicago Bulls, because we can go – Rob and I both know. We can go hours oh, talking yes, about that man Zion. Yes, sir. Um, my brother, but <laughs> it, it comes down to it at the end of the day. We're going to mention a big man that just got added to the Chicago Bulls. Now, McKinney has officially been released by the Chicago Bulls today to make a roster spot open for the Kardashian man himself, the Kardashian slayer. Double Tristan T. Thompson. I mean, Rob, personally, I came on the show last week and I said, listen, there's two guys I'm thinking of right now. One, Robin Lopez. I wanted yeah. Robin Lopez to return. Yeah. I wanted that. I thought, you know, they bring in Mo, Mo Bamba. They already got Wendell Carter. They got all these big men. Robin's going to want out. I guess he didn't. He's sticking it out for whatever reason with the magic. If you want to be at the bottom, my brother, hey, all power to you. Um, you know, another name. People brought it up. Ennis Cantor, Ennis Freedom, whatever he's going by now. I didn't want to touch it. I didn't want to touch it. I didn't at all. I was playing 2K the other day, Rob, and I looked up. The, I was looking up his name. I was going to trade for him. Yeah. His name is Ennis Freedom. Freedom. Yeah. You know, he did the Ron Artest thing. He, you know, the meta world. I love it. <laughs> I love it. But I just like, I'm like, oh, man. Well, it, you know, he, he, he's he been a, an activist lately. Uh, you know, crazy. remember, he's had his beef with LeBron. I see he's saying it. I, that, it was uh, crazy. He didn't feel like LeBron stood up for the Asian community mm -hmm. and, and you know, uh, you know, with all the sweatshops and things out there. So he was going at Nike. He was going at everybody. Yeah, you know, and and and, and I get where he's coming from, but you know, hey, every fight is not for everybody. Right. You know, if, if that's what you want to do, step step up and speak right. on it. But you know, right. hey, Nike knows what's been going on. I mean, nobody's you stupid. Know, sure. You know, they, they know how those shoes are made. You know I mean? <laughs> hey, and, and it's not to say it's right, but it was just like when he when he was throwing LeBron down the tube, I was like, you were yeah. you were specifically shooting at Bron. He had not everybody else. Yeah. I was like, just because Bron doesn't speak on it doesn't mean he doesn't understand that it, you know it's not a problem. It's just yeah. not his expertise. If that's yours, that's perfectly fine. Yeah. Like me, Rob, you know, I activate for anti-gang violence and all that other stuff going on yeah. in Chicago. If you ask me to start speaking about all this other stuff that I, you know, I know of, but I'm not, I'm no expert. You know what right. I mean? Like, I love, I love um, Mothers Against Drunk Driving, right? Yeah. Uh, and and I, I love everything about it. They're amazing at what they do. But I don't understand the statistics of that. And I'm not going to go out there and, and preach to the choir about something that I'm not fully understanding of. You know right, what I'm trying to say? That's the smart thing to do. Exactly. Like, I will say I support it, but I don't fully understand it. And, and yeah. that's just the reality. But back to Tristan, Rob, that's what we were waiting for, baby. That's the big yeah. man. Vooch gets a break. And Vooch, I, I, I'm going to say it live on TV right now. Sir, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was doubting you at the beginning of the year. I was calling for Vooch's name. I was, where's Vooch? Where's Vooch? Be big. He's been being big. He's had a yes, double, 
And I believe there was only one game in the last 15 games that he didn't have a double-double. The man is a beast right now. So adding Tristan Thompson to this list, Rob, forget next week. Forget after All-Star break. Let's talk about mid-March. Mid-March is what we're looking towards right now. We are going to be getting Patrick Williams, Alex Caruso, Lonzo Ball, and Derek Jones Jr. fully healthy. Adding in Tristan Thompson, what does that do for the Chicago Bulls once they hit full strength? Well, I think that definitely a, a, a I'm, because I've I've given Tristan Thompson Tom, Thompson a, a, a hard time in the past, oh, so course. I'm glad he's coming to the Bulls, and I think that is big just with this size. Sometimes you don't have to be the greatest defender, uh, you know, just being a presence in that paint can, right. can do wonders. You know, just having a big body hold their hands up can do can do wonders. But while I see him benefiting us is rebounding. Tristan Thompson is known to get the boards. He, he, he you know, he's going to be an irritant for a lot of other players uh, that's going to be going up against the Bulls. You know, he's not afraid to speak his mind. And on top of that, he has some great hands down low. He started to get better as he was playing with LeBron. Um, and, and you really, if you look, even though he's been on multiple teams, he hasn't been the problem where he's went. You know what I mean? Right. He, he's able to hold his own. He's he's a problem off the court. Off the court, you hey, know. And he's not. Hey, let's be real, Rob. Let's be real here. Is he really a problem? Hey, you you know the the man like to soil his royal oats. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> hey, let's be real here. If you're not dating Tristan Thompson, he's not a problem. <laughs> He's not. He's not a problem. He ain't gonna be a problem to me. If I walk up to Tristan in the street, the only thing I gotta make sure is where's my girlfriend. That's all I gotta make sure. Where's my girlfriend? I gotta make sure she's nowhere near him because he's gonna scoop her up and he's gonna take her. Hey, hey. All power to him. He's just taking advantage of the situation. You as know. he should. As he should. Hey, get her before you get got. That's what hey, I was But adding Tristan Thompson, I, I think you made a great point. When I look back at Cleveland. And obviously, Tristan kind of, I hate saying it, fell off the same way DeMar DeRozan fell off. Yeah. But he, they, neither of them did. And, and here's the what I really look at it. When when LeBron left, when Kyrie left, it was Thompson and Kevin Love was even banged up. Yeah. You got to look at it like they were looking at Tristan to be the man, to be that guy, to score 20-plus points a night with 15-plus rebounds and even get in some assists because Cleveland was just that bad at that point. Yeah. When you start to look at it, though, when he has everything else around him settled, when you have your scores, when you have DeMar, Zach, Lonzo, Ayo, the sumo, baby. Ayo! That's my guy. (laughs) The Rising Stars game, he looks so clean. I hated the... I hated the little Clorox, the the sponsor. It it looked out of place. It just looked out of place. But when you have all these pieces, you know, Vooch, and then the list goes on and on, Patrick Williams, Caruso, when you have all those guys and Tristan can specifically just focus on his game, that's where I felt like this was going to be better than bringing in, on a serious note, bringing in Ennis Cantor, who still wants to get his points, bringing in a Robin Lopez, who at times can be a liability. When you really look at it, Tristan Thompson understands, hey, y'all go fuck around and y'all go get the points. Y'all go do what you're going to do. I'll probably have five to 10 by the end of the night. Everything's cool, but I'll have 15 boards. Oh, yeah. And and that's where I feel like this is the perfect fit because once it's fully healthy, oh, man, Tristan and – I can't wait, Rob. Alex Caruso lobbing it up to Tristan Thompson. Oh, yeah. A thing of beauty. Even Io. Even Io. Even Io is going to have him with the lobs. But but let me step in right here. Let me let me show love to Kobe White. Oh, hooping. 
Let, hold on, Rob. I would also like to apologize to Sir Kobe White. <laughs> I was calling for his ad at the beginning of the season. You wasn't the only one, you know, and, and I and I know Kobe can score, but he has really ramped it up. You know, it's always a thing when the lights get the brightest and the times get the toughest. You get to see who players really are. And the Bulls have went through some very tough times without with this injury bug going around. Mm -hmm. But Kobe White stepping up. 30 pieces. When, when, when 30 LeBron needs somebody to be his running mate, he said, who's going to answer the bell? Who's going to come with me? Busevich raised his hand, and Kobe said, I'm right there with y'all. I mean, did you see the game against Sacramento? Oh. The 31, 11 to 19, 6 of 11 from the three-point line. I mean, only one turnover with six dimes. I mean, Kobe White has stepped up big, and when the Bulls get these players back and everybody goes back to their natural positions, their mm. natural spots, Kobe is going to be a problem off the bench. Oh, without He a doubt. is going to be a problem. And I'm upset and, about it. I'm upset about it, Rob, because let me tell you, I'm a Tar Heels fan at heart yeah. for basketball. You know, obviously, we rock with Loyola. We rock with Sister Jean. We rock yeah. with Urbana. We you got vibe, right? For sure. Always rocking with them, always supporting them. Um, but when you really look, Lyola got busted today. I don't know if you saw that, but um, it, it, it definitely is crazy to me. Kobe was one of those first guys I ever watched play. Now, I'm going to actually fast forward. It was probably two days from now will be three years. I'm sitting mm. in a hospital bed. I, I Crazy story. Crazy story. Freak accident. I got pancreatitis. Mm. Freak accident. I'm sitting in the hospital bed. I'm watching Duke versus Carolina. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm high on morphine. They gave me the, you know, the button. You know when they give you the button? And you can click it whenever you feel like it. I was clicking. I was in so much pain, Rob. I was clicking it like everything. And I'm watching it, and I'm watching Kobe White hoop. And I'm like, man, this is amazing. I love Kobe. The Kobe's my guy. Yeah. And then right before I passed out of, of all the of all the morphine, I saw Zion's shoe explode. And I said, man, I must be, I must be off my rocker right now. <laughs> I think that boy's shoe just exploded, and I passed out. But luckily, I got better. Never had a problem since then. God Glad you good, brother. Knock on wood. But Kobe White was always my guy after that. I loved Kobe White. I love everything about Kobe White. And unfortunately, you know, I bought Kobe White's jersey when he first got drafted, and I let that narrative sink in in my mind in the beginning of the season. I was all on board with Io. I covered yeah. uh I covered them in in the in March Madness last year when he had the mask. You remember uh I forget his name, Curtis Humpton, the big white boy from uh from Loyola, you know. He, yeah, his, I know you're talking about you know exactly who I'm yeah. talking about. I forget his last I know he's overseas now, but he's doing his thing and, and him and Io were going tick for tack. It was beautiful. And and the second Io came to the Bulls, I automatically, you know, pushed Kobe to the side and, and I, I just put, gave all my respect to Io, rightfully so. Rising Stars game, doing his thing with some of the best names out there. And but, in his hometown cooking, right. you know? In his hometown. And he does it, too, just like Derek. Just like yeah. Derek. He yeah. From Chicago. Yeah. I love that. I love it's that. Not. But Kobe, I put on the back burner. And, and I truly do feel bad about it because I do love Kobe. My problem with Kobe was one night it's five points, the next night it's 15, the next five it's six points, and then it's 31. But so far in this second half of the first half, it's consistent, Rob. It's oh, yeah. beautiful. I'm loving it. I'm loving every minute of it. So when, I'm going to ask you this question. This question. Last conversation about the Chicago Bulls. Rob, finals. Ooh. Realistic right now. If these boys are fully healthy. I I still want to see a little more. Uh, 
I know they're gonna they're gonna cause some problems in the playoffs. And and I and I understand how you feel. You want to show away Philly, Milwaukee. No, for you, sure. You, you can't. You can't. You can't. You no, can't. not at all. Giannis, Giannis, we we know what Giannis is capable. I mean, he just put up fifty on somebody. I did, Twice, you know, you, you know what the Greek feet. I mean, the reigning Finals MVP. Mm. I mean, we, we know what Giannis can do. I mean, the way that he ended that game six last year, you know, a game clinching game six, putting up a fifty point. Well, he's like fifty and fourteen and six blocks. Just ridiculous numbers. Yeah. You know, we know what Joel and B can do, and. I'm real interested to see how this dynamic with him and James Harden is going to work. I'm hoping, I'm hoping, Rob, being completely real, I yeah. hope it messes it up. I, I hope it messes and, and it up. And that's what I'm, I'm kind of leaning towards, too. But at the same time, James Harden has shown he's a point guard at heart. Oh, without he's, a doubt. He's going to get Joel the ball. It's just that when he gets in the zone, is that zone going to interfere with, with Joel's zone? Because you always got to feed the big man. You got to feed the seven footer. Right. And one thing that people are not talking about, I believe the Nets won that trade. Oh, without a doubt. If, if if they get that restriction lifted to have Kyrie, Ben Simmons, KD, you bring in Seth Curry, you bring in uh whoever the third person was part of that trade. I mean, uh, it's Drummond. Drummond. All right. And how can I forget about the big penguin? Drummond, who is bringing interior. You're horrible, Rob. You're horrible. Hey, it, Hey, well, that's what Skip Bayless called him, and, and it's hilarious. Ah, uh, yeah, I heard him. The, the big penguin, because he, he did come out and say his favorite animal is a penguin. Without so a doubt. Just, <laughs> Without a doubt. Penguin. Come on, Skip. Come on. <laughs> but no, nah, Drummond, Drummond, though, man, he's bringing a presence that Brooklyn has never had. Right. And that boy has been out there playing. I can't believe I forgot about him. My bad, Drummond. My bad. It's late, and I'm watching, trying to watch the Rising Stars, comp- I mean, the uh, All-Star Weekend uh competitions and everything is looking good and enjoying mm-hmm. this conversation but that boy drummond is is a monster and i like what what brooklyn has turned into and you know you can't forget about miami miami hard hat lunch pail type of team kyle lowry can step up big jimmy butler can step up big uh once they get you know once they get fully healthy right um i my thing with miami is i feel like vucevic should he should uh you know uh Take advantage of that opportunity against Bam because Bam is smaller than Vooch. I mean, yeah, he should, Bam plays real D though. He should really take advantage of that of that mismatch. To me, Bam can play defense, but Vucevic is too much of a monster. Right. I mean, right. we should really look to exploit that when if we play Miami. But it's not unrealistic that the Bulls can't make it to the finals. Right. But I'm not ready to say without a shot of a doubt. They're 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 gonna get there. You know what I mean? It's it's no, it's a sure. lot. The Eastern Conference got some monsters over there. Um, right. and the Bulls are one of them. So don't get me mistaken. No, for sure. You, you, know, you it's you know gonna be really a hard time to me, come through Rob, Chicago. What do you what do you think about this? Now everyone's talking about James. Everyone's talking about Ben, and every everyone moving around and kind of just switching up the East, which I love personally. Yeah. You know, I hate when you know you know how the narrative was. The narrative was everybody, you know, who was making a trade was trading them to the West. And the West was just this huge powerhouse. The best is the West. Now it's the East. They feast. They're the beasts. Every, and whatever you want to call them. You can call them whatever you want. But they made trades with each other to make each other better. And I loved it. Um, personally, Rob, here's me. Here's me just speaking to you right now. Okay. I think, personally, right now, Philly won the trade. And I, I'll tell you why. Okay. When I look at the trade, Ben Simmons isn't a part of that trade. Because Ben's already gone with or yeah. without, with, no I matter what, 
Ben's gone. He's not coming back to Philly. So really what you got was Seth Curry and Andre Drummond for a generational talent in James Harden. And if you can get James to stay for two more years, I think really what you gave up was was Seth Curry and Andre. And and, that, and those are two journeymen in their 30s. And, and all power to them. I love them. Uh, but I said this time and time again, Seth Curry is the third best Curry to ever play in an NBA jersey. <laughs> he ain't the second. <laughs> Steph's daddy is better than him. Let's be real about hey, it. He's still building his legend, though. He's still he is, though. He's doing his thing. He's doing his thing. And, hey, yeah. there's, a, there's a chance it might be Seth versus Steph in the finals. So, Wouldn't that be nice? AD can say he played with both Currys. It, it'd be insane. And you know what? <laughs> he probably wouldn't know whose hand to shake at the end of the game because he'd probably go, go right back to Golden State. But, you know, to be, to be truthful, Rob, the person who won the trade deadline to me was Milwaukee because I thought about it Getting in my head. Surge. Getting Surge. Yeah. You know, here's me right now. Okay, we yeah. got Christian. Okay, but now they got Brooke. They got Bobby. And we know how Bobby gets down. Bobby. Bobby. Bobby, we will love you, Bobby. We love Bobby. And hey, all power to my guy Miritich. Yeah, Bobby. I was on Bobby's side. I was yeah. on Bobby. But you know, you got Bobby. You got Giannis. You got Brooke. You got you know, and Brooke's not even healthy right now. Now you bring in Serge, who's mm. like Tristan, to where he understands his role. He doesn't mm -hmm. need to get buckets. He's gonna play defense and get you boards. That to me is where I looked at Milwaukee. If they didn't get Serge, I say. Maybe we can beat them in a seven. Yeah. Years. Now with Surge, I'm like, all right, we need everybody healthy and then some. We need yes, everybody sir. to be hitting. We need Lonzo's shot to be back and automatic. We need Caruso to be playing top tier deep. I mean, to me, at the end of the day, I think we can go to the finals. I truly do. I think, you know, and Rob, I'm two for two right now. I haven't made my pick yet, but 2019, you know, I was, you know, how much I love Jimmy B. Jimmy yeah. B is my guy. I said he's taking them to the finals. Now I was I'm gonna be real. I was bullshitting. I was just saying it to say, <laughs> I got this man's Marquette, Bulls, Philly, Timberwolves, and now Miami jersey. I got every I got every jersey Jimmy Butler's ever worn. Hey, Jimmy, Jimmy a dog, man. But I said it, he's going to the finals. Now the yeah. next year, which was last year, Freddie Henderson of the ASAP network. I'm gonna say it right here. You owe me $25 because I told him the Phoenix Suns are going to the finals, Rob. I yes, said it way uh, before the playoffs even started, way before the season even started, and they did. Now, I'm, Rob, <laughs> do, do I take the chance and say the Chicago Bulls, do I go for my three-peat, are going to the NBA finals? I'm going to have to wait and see. I'm yeah, gonna have to wait and we see gotta give it at least to the start of the playoffs. Right. I say then you you know you know because not I want to see honestly, how this team lives when they're fully healthy. Right, and honestly, not even then. To end it on the Bulls talk, I'll leave it like this: the beginning of April, I will understand where we're at because yeah. mid March is when we're gonna get an idea of when Patrick, when Alex, and all these guys are gonna return. I already heard. Alex Caruso has been doing 10-day dribbles. He's going to be dribbling and, and doing full participations in about 10 days. He's going to have the red shirt, of course. Yeah. Um, but he's doing his thing. So I'm really excited with the progress those two have been making. Yeah, Lonzo, Lonzo, they, Lonzo, they said uh, he he's able to walk without crutches now. So right. that's so, always a good sign. Right. And, and Lonzo, it, it's going to be – that was my biggest thing about getting Lonzo is I yeah. didn't know when exactly it was going to happen. I didn't yeah. know how this was going to play. I didn't know when exactly everything was going to go for it because that, that was the biggest thing about trading for Lonzo is I understood he's just like Embiid. First half, amazing. Second half, probably going to get hurt. And, and that's yeah. just the reality. But yeah. before we get going, 
on this Bulls talk, and we transition to the Chicago Bears, ladies and gentlemen. I just want to give a word from our sponsors really quick, one with Mike on the mic and all the rest with 1252. First, I want to give a shout-out to a Chicago native, Bench Mob Chicago. If you don't know Bench Mob Chicago, you can go on benchmob.com right now. You can find all their merch, all their appeal. They sponsor me. They send me care packages. They do everything well. They do amazing things like Bench Mobber of the Night. You can find it on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. They Kobe White, and say it with me, Rob, Ayo. Bench mobber of the night. They do the bench best player of the Chicago Bulls. They cover everything. They are sponsored by Ayo Desumu and Javante Green. They are a part of Bench Mob as well. And myself, they're doing amazing things. They'll keep you up to date to COVID lists, trades, rumors, waiver wires, the Tristan Thompson news. They'll give you box scores and everything else. So definitely check out Bench Mob Chicago on everything. If you can't find it, go on my Twitter, go on my Instagram and Facebook at Mike on the mic. Or if you can't and you want to follow me personally, it's Mike.Huggies. That's H-U-G-G-I-E-S. And that's because my first grade teacher couldn't spell my name right and called me Mike Huggies. So therefore, I was Mike Huggies the next eight years. To this day, Miss Colovis, I hate you. But that's perfectly fine. Um, we're going to get into a couple more of our sponsors with 1252. So we will be right back. Please don't go anywhere. Rob is staying with us and we are going to have an amazing conversation about the rest of the Chicago sports teams. Hello, this is Paul from Nick and Ivy Brewing Company. We are located at 1026 South State Street in historic downtown Lockport, Illinois. We are very excited to be partnering up with the Fat Mike Chicago Sports Show as well as the 1252 brand because we are one of the few Chicagoland breweries that embrace sports and sports culture. Come in for a fresh brewed beer made right here in Lockport while catching the game of your favorite team. Stay for the live music that we have booked every weekend or just come for a cozy atmosphere to enjoy a good conversation with a friend, loved one, or complete stranger. Nick and Ivy makes you feel right at home no matter what the occasion is. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook by searching for Nick and Ivy Brewing Company. Visit our website for our up-to-date tap list or to go shopping on our online store at nickivybrewing.com. That's N-I-K-I-V-Y brewing.com. Come in today for a fresh brewed beer born and raised in Lockport, Illinois. Hey, Susie, thanks for hooking me up with the Fat Mike Markdown on my insurance rates at State Farm. This is awesome. No, 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 Mike. The Fat Mike Markdown is not a real thing. I don't believe that for a second. Let me repay you the favor and tell you and all my friends about the Fat Mike Markdown. <laughs> okay, well, that's just fine, considering that State Farm just gives everyone surprisingly great rates. You heard it here first, folks. So give Susie Sheehan over at State Farm Agency a call and ask for the Fat Mike Markdown. It's the best. For the real deal, give us a call at 815-306-0184 or go to suzysheehan.com to request a quote. My team at the Suzy Sheehan Agency is here to help with all of your insurance needs for auto, home, and life, and we service Illinois and Indiana. Also, if you mention the Fat Mike Markdown, $10 will be donated to a local charitable organization through our Quotes for Good program in your name. Remember, that's 815-306-0184 or suzysheehan.com. Thanks so much. Get on it, everybody. Thank you, everybody, sponsoring not only 1252, but Mike on the mic. Rob Scott, really quickly, I want to get this going. While we're at it, where can the people find you? Where can everybody find Rob's Two Cents? It's an amazing show. He has my co-stamp. Let the people know what you got going on. Oh, man, Rob's Two Cents, man, available everywhere, YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, and, of course, 
the Rewind Sports 60 Roku channel, also available for Android and iPhone. Shout out to Brother Jay Rouse. As always, I thank you for having me on your network, man. We everywhere, man. Make sure y'all check it out. Just released the episode uh, yesterday, so make sure you guys go check me out, man. We like to talk everything. Rob releasing episodes and not telling me that's bad. Oh, my, gotta, first thing my bad, move. man. You know, I put it out there, I put a trail out there, man. You know, I have a segment called That Boy Cole, mm. and you know, I had to highlight DeMar DeRozan, you know, with him God. breaking history, uh, you know, seven consecutive games with 35 or more points, shooting over 50. percent mm. Only Will Chamberlain had done that, who done that twice. One so, more, one more he, time, Rob. Who you know. Who was it again? DeMar the Chosen. And you whose, know? Record, whose record was it? He broke Wilt Chamberlain's record. Oh, and, and that's we're what I'm about saying. Who? We're talking about Joel. <laughs> Come on. Come on, bro. Hey, but you know, for him to do that, and you know, it just really bothered me. You know, I'm a huge fan of Undisputed, and they gave my man literally two minutes at the end of the show to, to it, it, after it, what it, he's it, done. It, it, you know, I know, I know we were transitioning into the sky, but let's yeah. keep it on something real quick. Didn't it bother you? And it bothered me. You know what? Fuck it. We can go as long as we want. Who cares? We're not yeah. doing no shows on. <laughs> this is the only show on Saturday, so we're here as long as we can, Rob. But here's the craziest part: Steph Curry and the three-point record. Right? Yeah. Right, yeah. Ray Allen. You know, Reggie, Reggie Miller, and all them are there. Yeah. Now it was being anticipated. For months, yeah, and, and you know it's it's the biggest thing ever. Let's talk about LeBron getting the all scoring record. Yeah, like it was nothing. Yeah, they, they like no one gave through that. They're like, <laughs> yeah, Lakers suck. LeBron's the best scorer of all time. He has the scoring points and everything else happened last night, but no one gives a shit. Anyways, let's talk about Trey Young and what he's doing. Yeah, just like. <laughs> You know what? It's 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 crazy how they pick and choose what narrative they decide to go through, uh, go to on national coverage. And it's like, dude, I understand, you know, it's an algorithm thing. It's right. what's gonna get the most buzz. But when your whole conversation is about the Lakers, the Cowboys, right, you know, Tom Brady, you know, the, the man is retired and Tom Brady still gets entire segments dedicated to him i'm like where do you pull this from no, like it, like it, you know they're amazing at what they do that this man is sitting on his couch he can make <laughs> one tweet and it's like is tom brady jealous of the los angeles Rams? Like, i swear dude. i swear and it's like <laughs> at the end of the day and you know we're gonna get into that in a little bit yeah you stafford you know what what happened with him that he was lit he, he was lit he was living his hey, life i wasn't mad at him i was like man pull did, me did you hear what happened though did you hear no, what happened? happened? So, did you see the video of, of Shorty? She fell. She fell right in front of Matt. Okay. He was a photographer. She fell off the stage. I'll send you the vid. I, I wish I had it pulled up. <laughs> it, it's hilarious to me. It's not. It's all right. They're going to cancel me. I don't care. I laughed my ass off. <laughs> Matt's drunk. He turns. He sees her fall, sips his beer, goes like this, and walks away. He didn't help her up or nothing. Let me explain something to you. America. Hey, he didn't want to get me too. No, exactly though. But but that's that's the thing, Rob. Let me explain something to America. Let me explain yeah. something to everybody. As a 21-year-old man, Rob, you've been young before. You've been in your young 20s. You're still a young man. You're still yeah. doing your thing. Yeah. But I've as an Irish individual who's also half Italian, I've been drinking for a very long time. And if I'm Matthew Stafford, let yeah. me tell you something. There's a stage and there's about a 10-feet gap for where that woman fell, maybe yeah. even higher. 
if I'm as drunk as I'd like to think Matthew Stafford was, I'm not going anywhere near that ledge. Oh, no, no, no. Because then I'm going too. <laughs> so why would I walk away too? I'd be like, oh, let, let me go get someone for you. Because Hey, somebody. Right. What, what is he going to – if he's drunk off his ass, what is he going to do to benefit you? He's going to fall on you. That's all that's going to happen. So I oh my now God. here's what happened. Now, craziest story. The woman who fell ended up getting all of her medical bills paid by Matthew Stafford because the people on Twitter were hazing Matthew Stafford. Now, here's the craziest part, Rob. Later that day, they start a GoFundMe for her. She got over $50,000 on that GoFundMe. Now, Matthew Stafford paid the entire medical bill. Oh, she get the pocket that. Right. But now here's where it gets crazier. Later on, people were going through this woman's Twitter, found some racially motivated comments, found a bunch of horrible stuff. And now everyone's trying to get her canceled, trying to get her job taken from her. And all this crazy stuff's happening. And all I'm thinking is, how the fuck did we get from (laughs) someone falling to to now her job is over and she has $50,000 and Matthew Stafford's a horrible person and all these things. I was, Rob. Welcome to cancel culture. What is the world? Where's Dave Chappelle? I need Dave Chappelle here right now to explain things to me on what's going on. Because, Rob, if I walk outside tomorrow as a part of 1252 and and I see a woman slip on ice, should I have to pay her medical bill just because I witnessed you fall? No, you shouldn't. I I don't know what this world has come to today. You know, you, you can't. You can't say anything. You, you can't. And now with the Matthew Stafford, you can't witness anything or at least be in the vicinity of saying that I saw that happen because now all of a sudden you're 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 in charge of her medical bills because you watch her bust her shit. You know what I mean? It's, it's like, what? where does this where does it end, Mike? Where does it end? It, it doesn't. It doesn't. And honestly, you know what? I, I keep it a buck with everybody. I say it to everybody, Rob. You know where I'm from. You know what neighborhood I live in. Hey, 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 what you say? We're not from Illinois. We're from Chicago. Exactly. And (laughs) and you know what? If if you were to go back onto my Facebook, and I've even contemplating deleting it myself, because 12 year old me, 14 year old me, even 16, 18 year old me has said some very questionable things. But it's like we said some things, done some things, man. Everybody got. If you're well, going to hey, hold Rob, on Rob, to everything that everybody does. I ain't saying I've ever done nothing. I'm just Hey, 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 <laughs> hey. You know, statute of limitations. You can't charge me anymore. No, but, for sure. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> but it no. comes down to that, though, bro. At the end of the day, to where it's like, that was your past. I understand what you're saying. But it comes down to it to where a woman's losing her job over an opinion from five years ago. That's crazy to me. That's crazy to me. And, and you know what? There, it speaks volumes to things because I understand an apology is due. I understand that, you know, okay, well, this is how you felt. But I also feel like I'm a, I'm a man of second chances. And I've met yeah. people who gang banged and now are pastors and priests. And I've met mm-hmm. people who were pastors and priests and now gang bang. And, and it's mm-hmm. just the reality of the situation is I always am trying to hear someone out. I've had yeah. teammates who are openly racist. And I'm not yeah. justifying any of that. But I've also had teammates who, at, by the end of the season, apologized to the yeah. entire team. And, and I've had guys who didn't. I've had guys who doubled down on it, Rob. <laughs> he called me a dirty Dago. He said, you dirty Italian. You look like Paulie D. And I was like, ah, whatever, whatever, bro. But it, it comes down to it to where 
I'm somebody who's always willing to hear you out on to why yeah. you said the way you said things and, and where you're at now. And, and to me, for cancel culture or having to pay medical bills, it, it's it's the craziest thing in the world, Rob. It's the craziest yeah. thing in the world to me. And let's say he did go help her and, and his hand went somewhere on accident. He's drunk. He's just trying to help you up. Right. Now, now he's a drunk slob. He's touching women. You know what I mean? Now it's, it's a whole nother other debacle. I mean, I've heard Shannon Sharp say on TV that, you know, if a woman jumps on the elevator with him, he's I'm standing in the corner. I'm, as a matter of fact, you go ahead and have this elevator. I'll get on the next. Exactly. I don't want any misconceptions of anything that went wrong on this elevator. You exactly. know, and it's like that, dude, because everybody is chasing the dollar. That's what nobody wants to say. Everybody's looking for somebody to sue. Right. That, that That's what it comes down to. Right. Oh, what you said hurt my mental capacity. No, it didn't. I've, I've been friends with openly racist people. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been friends with them. And, mm-hmm. like, we we, you know, you say a racist joke, I say a racist joke. It's you know, it's between it's us, called, you know, but right. it's, it, it is what it is. And, and that's, you can't think, be soft and sensitive in right. a world that doesn't allow you to be soft. Right. And I think it's a Chicago thing too. Like growing yeah. up, I was, I even say, I say it every time. I was one of the only white people in my school. Yeah. And I've robbed <laughs> when I tell you, I've heard. All of it. <laughs> Every single thing. Words I didn't even know were words, Rob. I heard. You know what I used to get? Remember, you know the new Spider-Man? You know Tom Holland? Yeah. yeah. You know who I used to get? Every day. Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield. Every single day. I'd get called <laughs> Andrew Garfield. Every single day. But it, it was my boys calling yeah. me that. It was yeah. my guys. And, and I loved them. And I, and I know I'd say some stuff back that we're yeah. going to repeat on here. Yeah. But it, it comes down to it to where it's like, you know, it, it's just where you're from and where you're brought up. And, and I feel like nowadays it's just so demonetized and so crazy to where everything's like, do you need a tissue just to make sure everything's okay at the end of a movie because the scene made you upset or the way it ended wasn't right. It's crazy to me, Rob. But Cancel get, culture, man. It's crazy. But to get back on the topic, the Chicago <laughs> Sky, Rob, I don't know how yeah. much you're following the Chicago Sky and everything they're doing but they are 2021 MB- WNBA champions. Pardon me. They're doing their thing. Right now, I don't know how deep you are into it, Rob. If you want to have this conversation, we can make it brief. We can go into it. Whatever you want to do, my brother. Hey, you know what? I'm going to let you talk your talk. I-, I follow a little bit. You know, of course, I- congratulations to them. I-, I really started catching on towards the end of that run. Um uh, you know, watching that amazing uh, series against the Phoenix Mercury. And I was a Phoenix fan, actually. I'm a mm. Diana Taurasi fan. I can rock uh, with that. As long, she, hey, as long as you tell me you ain't a Britney Griner fan, no, that, nah. woman, that woman's in my nightmares, Rob. She's <laughs> in my nightmares. That she woman's a beast, though. Terrifies me when we have to play against her. She is Hey, so that woman's a beast. But Diana Taurasi, to me, you know, I'm a Kobe fan. So mm-hmm. to me, I've always called her the Kobe Bryant of the WNBA. Uh, Diana Taurasi is a monster, uh, you know, and I used to be a huge Minnesota Lynx fan uh, uh, with with Simone Augustus when they had mm-hmm. that when they had them people, Maya Moore, you know, they had some people over there. So you know, I follow the WNBA a little bit, but you know, of course, when you hear uh, Candace Parker is coming right. to your team, you you start to pay a little attention, watching Kalia Cooper doing right. her thing. It, it, you know, they, they definitely inspired the city. I made sure I grabbed some merch, Chicago oh. Sky. Whoever is in, in charge of y'all marketing got to do a little better because oh, some of right, nah, right. not that good. Right. But. Thank you. 
Because <laughs> let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I was the only person beginning of the season. Now you know how I am. If yeah. they're on my team, we're going to the finals. That's yeah. how it is, straight up. Yeah. But I said it when we got Candace. I said we're going to the finals, and I pray. To Christ, me and Chance the Rapper, we were praying together because I know how much he loves the Chicago sky. We were saying they got to capitalize on these Candace Parker jerseys. Rob, I just ordered one. They just became available throughout the entire playoffs, even after the finals, nothing. They just became available this week. They got to be better. I mean, you got champions, and I'm pre-ordering it? Pre-ordering. I mean, Candace Parker had a name for herself before coming here. You know, right. we knew about what she did with the with the Los Angeles Sparks and you know MVP mm-hmm. champion. You know, Candace Parker's a beast, but that's just you know her legend came from the Tennessee team. And you look at you look at Chicago. <laughs> you look at Chicago. My my Italian stallion herself. The only person I was really proud of, obviously, you know, uh, Courtney Vandersloot's one of those people that I'm really into. Yeah. Um, I love her game, everything she does. Her and her wife, Quigley, they are an amazing backcourt. I love everything they do together. Um, and, and we're going to get into that in a little. But mm-hmm. Elena Delidon was the only Chicago Sky player that I was proud of growing up. I was yeah. the only one. I was like, man, like it's, it's rough out here. It's tough. It, it truly was. And she was the only one uh, I was like, you know what? This is why I'm rocking with this team. And, and now with Candace, and, you know, we lose Stephanie Dolson. She's, she's our big woman. She, she does everything. She's our center. We lose her to the Liberty, uh, the New York Liberty. Yeah. Really upsetting. And it really hurt. You know, we bring back Courtney Vandersloot. I'm yeah. going to assume, Diane, Di- uh, pardon me, Diamond Shields is going to walk. I think she just needs a little bit of a, of a change, kind of like a Derrick Rose situation to where you yeah. – You've been injured too much here. You you produced very well. I love Diamond, everything she did here. But just the injuries and her role in the finals was slim to none. I just felt like she needed a change of scenery. I truly yeah. did. Quigley, Courtney, Courtney Vandersloot, I am begging you. Get your wife on the phone. Do whatever you have to do. Make sure <laughs> Quigley is in a sky uniform today, tonight. I need it done. But, Rob, we made a great signing the other day. Emma Messi, I always I always mess up her man. Messi men is now a Chicago Sky. She is only 28 years of age. She was the 2019 WNBA Finals MVP. The Chicago Sky are the first WNBA team ever to have three Finals MVPs all on the same team. That's mm. Emma Messi men. Meanwhile, you have Candace Parker. I believe that was 2016, and Kalia Cooper just last year. And Emma was in 2019 with the Mystics. What 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 do what do you think, Rob? What would it mean for this city if they were able to go back to back? Because I'm going to be completely honest, and this is just me. I'm a huge Sky fan. You know how much yeah. I advocate for women's sports and everything they got going on. I'm 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 to the extreme. Like I will fight somebody <laughs> in the streets if I hear any Candace Parker slander. That's just the reality of the situation. And I'll say this though: to add a big like that after losing Stephanie, to me, it screams back to back. Now, my girl, Dana Evans, she's coming into her own. I think if we lose Diamond, they'd be perfectly fine. For this team to go back-to-back, you you saw the parade. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Did you see the final game? Oh, the final I game. Mean, I was actually – I was at uh, I was at game four or five. I think I was yeah. at game four. I was at game four with Chance the Rapper was there. It was crazy. Justin Fields, everybody was there. We were having the time of our lives. It was amazing, Rob. We still didn't get a showing that high in the parade. And yeah. I think a lot of people in the city didn't even really acknowledge it. And, and Rob, if the if this team goes back to back, 
And I'm only saying this now because of Messiman. I was really, I was keeping my tongue. I was biting my tongue and everybody on the show knows. I was yeah. like, you know what? You lost Stephanie. You might lose quickly. You might lose Diamond. I got to see what happens. To add th- three finals MVPs on top of the core that you already have. Rob, what does it mean for this group? And for them and James Wade being their head coach to be able to get someone like that, to be able to have that, I'd call it the Dennis Rodman move. You know, you already had your first goal with the Bulls. Everything's sweet. All right, we got to do something. You bring in Dennis, Dennis the Menace. That's who Emma is. To have that happen, what do you think that would mean for the city and for the WNBA to have these women go back to back with the Chicago Bulls also being in contention? I think that you said it right there. If if you If they're able to go back to back because I do believe they'll have a, a, a little bit more support this year. I right. think they kind of put the city aware of, of who they are and, and, you know, taking advantage of Candace Parker's uh, celebrity. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, they see her on inside the NBA or, or, or NBA on, on Tuesday. Yeah. You know, the, 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 the whole dynamic with her and Shaq and everything is, it's hilarious. So right. now you look at it, uh, you know, they're, they're champions. Uh, uh, you you have a great foundation. You got a great guard in Kalia Cooper. You know you mentioned Vandersloot. You mentioned Quigley. We know Candace Parker. Now you bringing in ladies that know how to win. Like you said, former Finals MVPs. I, I think that's the recipe for another championship. I mean, if you ask me right now, if you look at the landscape, it might come down. Did, did Diana Taurasi is she is she coming back for another year? She's still there, yeah. And uh, yeah, so it a, might come Stewart, down to Stewart another. Bird are still staying together too, which I think is. If I was Stewart, I would have dipped on Bird. I'm not even gonna lie. It's yeah. I think it's out of respect. I love Sue Bird. Everything she yeah. did was amazing. But yeah. if I was if I was Brennan Stewart, I I I, I Brianna Stewart. Pardon me. Yeah. I, I would have got out there and I would have went to New York. I would have went to New York instantly. Right, because she stayed, she stayed, Brianna Stewart stayed, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't believe it. But, Rob. But yeah. it, it could possibly come down to another Mercury versus Sky rematch in the finals. Right. And if they win, like, the impact it'll have on the city, I think about the, the young girls who, who like to play basketball right. because it's getting more and more popular with women. Women are, are here to stay, ladies and gentlemen. And I saw a video the other day of a young woman dunking the ball. In high school, I mean, and she went up like with no problem, like mm-hmm. it was effortlessly. We saw what Brittany Griner could do, so I think you know the women will start to get more of uh, you know, some attention. And of course, for it to be for Chicago, it just gives us another reason to celebrate, right? Who doubt. doesn't like a good parade, without uh, you know? But I was happy for those women and to see, even though the city didn't come out, you know, like they hoped. You know, to get a, a celebrity like Chance the Rapper and, and to have the people who did show up, it, it still had to feel good, you know. But, you know, with the Bulls, you know, everybody know, you know, it, it, it's this Bulls town. You know what I mean? So it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to even for the Bears sometimes to overstep that Bulls organization. Right. This is the house that Michael Jordan built, you know. Right. But I, I hope that the city shows more support. I'll make sure to watch more games and to try to attend some of those games. And oh, Rob, right. we hitting them. We hitting them for oh, sure. We got to go. We, we got to go because actually women's basketball is very exciting. To me, I mean, Rob, they, keeping they it above. Play. And I'm not saying this. I am yeah. not saying this just to meet Ride and, and to preach WNBA to anybody. Yeah. But if you want to watch strategic basketball, yeah. there's two places I go. 
I go high school basketball. Yeah. Because no one's, no one's, you know, regularly a superstar. I just feel like it's all about who hits their shots, rhythm. It's a team concept, you know, it's a chess match. And then in the WNBA, it's not that these women aren't a step above each other, but it's just, it's not as, you know, okay, Steph Curry, half 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 court shot, half court shot, half court shot, everyone's dunking, everyone's dunking. There's actual intelligence that goes, and not to say it's not in the NBA, but when you look at it, look at Zion right now. Zion's yeah. only move on a fucking dunking. Like, grabs the ball, dunks, slams I'm it. Gonna, I'm going to move you out the way. Right. Now look at Brittany Griner. <laughs> Look at Emma. Look at all these other individuals. Stephanie Dolson. They have so much more to their game, and they they do a little bit of everything. Everybody yeah, the pick the, the pick and pop, the way that mm-hmm. the, the way that they're able to roll to the rim, step out, hit the mid range jumper, hit the seventeen footer. And but I tell you this now, you are starting to see more women emerge as superstars. Like, oh yeah. You know, I've seen Diana Taurasi hit some amazing shots in my day. Same thing with Maya Moore. Same thing with Candace Parker. I mean, even if you look at that final game in the WNBA, Candace Parker didn't have the highest scoring game, but it's about what you do as a leader for your team. They just knew with her being on the court, we have a chance. And for her to instill that leadership quality in Kalea Cooper saying, girl, you got it. Girl, right. you got it. That to do allow what you her do. to, and I to got allow your her to do that. You, you know like, what I mean? <laughs> you know what I, we, we look at LeBron James. We look at LeBron yeah. James right now. I love LeBron, but I'm going to be real. LeBron James in a million years is not trusting Kyle Kuzma to do anything like that in the no. NBA Finals. No. Not a single lick of nothing. No. He's, nope, I got this. You sit there in the corner, and I'll blame you for you know missing the last shot, which is probably <laughs> one of your first shots of the game. But that's a whole different conversation. Somewhere Freddie is mad at you right now. Oh, without a doubt. And, and you know what? That's fine. Because I know he's more mad at Russell Westbrook than he is at me. So I don't care. But, Rob, to, to transition a little bit, we're going to get into it. I don't know how much you've been following with baseball right now, but spring training officially on the on the fritz. We don't – you know, the MLB came out, Rob Manfred came out, and he said straight up, I don't think we're going to have a deal done anytime soon. And right now, as it starts, as it looks, spring training is not on the way, Rob. I know you don't follow the greatest about baseball and everything like that, but I will ask you right now, what do you think that does for the game of baseball that's kind of already dying? I, it, it hurts the game. As you mentioned, it's already a dying sport. Uh, I'm not the biggest baseball fan. Uh, I'm trying to get into it. I will say when the Sox won, I followed that playoff series, oh, wow. and it was some exciting times. Get I'm sorry. Here, Rob. I'm a Southsider, man. and I'm It's all good. It's all love. My, I got to stick to my roots. But you know what? We jumped out there for Wrigleyville. Oh, they the did. They did. A lot of them did. A lot of them It was beautiful. It was, you know, because only time we hate each other is doing the crosstown match. Oh, without a doubt. And then other than that, though, it's like if you win the ship, we there for you. Chicago first, baby. Right. But you know, uh, it is a dying sport. Um, you, you don't really hear even on the national stages, unless you're watching baseball tonight or something like that, where they really de- you know dedicate whole segments right. to MLB. Um, and, and you know, it's a problem because you know, kids love baseball. I have a cousin that's like the biggest baseball fan. Like, you know, when uh Willie Mays passed away, you know, I had him come on and, and, and give a tribute, or not. I, don't, I hope I didn't say the wrong name if, if, if they if that wasn't the person that passed, but it was some famous baseball guy that passed. And, right. and uh, my, my cousin came on and gave him a tribute on my show. I said, I don't know much about baseball, I know what he's done for. The African-American community, but by all means, come do your thing. But baseball 
is 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 you would still think America's favorite sport. So with with you losing baseball, you know, especially with basketball getting ready to do its off season, football already on its off season, you know what the people gonna watch, right. you know. So <laughs> hopefully, I know Dustin, you know, our, our our favorite stat guy, he mentioned that they only spent fifteen minutes talking about it. Yeah, like, that's not a good. That's not a good third sign. time. The third time they've met and spent less than twenty minutes talking to each other. Yeah, and and, and that's not a. That's never a good sign. I don't know what's the problem. Is it a money situation? Is it? Basically, I'll break it down like this. The universal DH was a part of it. They want everybody, you know, they don't want pitchers hitting no more. It's a big part of what they want. Now, they said that's fine. You can have that. The draft lottery. Players don't want guys tanking. Players don't want guys. You don't want to be in an organization for seven, eight years, or you're on a 15-year deal, and you spend 10 of those years being dog shit just because that team knows they're going to get the number one pick. And and I get that. I completely understand it. It And that's why I love the NBA. Because you look at it, look at the Bulls, baby. We were 12th, and we got the number one overall pick with Derrick Rose. Yeah, yeah. Love it. Love every minute of it. You know what I mean? The Pelicans had no business. (laughs) The Pelicans had no business getting Zion, and they did. They got lucky because they almost lost AD for nothing. But now it seems like they still lost AD for nothing. For nothing. (laughs) Conversation for a different day. But um, it it comes down to it, though, Rob, is is, is it comes down to the money situation. Now, here's here's where I'm going to tell you. Always the dollar bill. Fanatics and, and baseball is my biggest thing. I've always been a baseball player. I've always loved it. I'm a southpaw. I've I, I loved the game all my life. Um, and, and a big part of, you know, guys I've spoken with, top prospect Brennan Davis. If you haven't checked out that episode, you can find it. It was last week on 1252. If you want other interviews with Brennan and I and other Chicago Cubs, you can find him on Mike on the Mic podcast. Just like Robin Two Cents, you can find it on Apple Podcasts. YouTube, Spotify, wherever you got to find it, it's there. Anchor, who cares about it? But it's there too. Um, it, who said this? Is this live? Of course it's live. Of course it's live. Of course, we're talking to you right now, my brother. We're here for How you. How you doing? <laughs> but um, it, it's definitely something you have to look at it. What they're fighting for right now and guys I've spoken to throughout the league, basically you go into the MLB. Rob, if I sign you or if I draft you in 2014, mm-hmm. we're looking it off right now. Hmm. Rob, I don't know if I I'm gonna pull it up. Who what are they gonna do? I don't mm, Rob. <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. Um, anyways, just keep I, going. <laughs> I, I had to let everybody know why I paused. I rarely stumble, but I stumble. <laughs> stumbling. That'll that'll stop anybody in this tracks. I don't know. Hey, Lord I appreciate Jesus. the support, is all I'm gonna say, my brother. My but, um I appreciate you, but it, it comes down <laughs> to it at the end of the day of this. If I draft you in 2014, yeah. I can have you sitting in the minors for 10 years. That's that's the reality of the situation. Now, once I bring you up, you have to be a part of that organization for another seven years. Wow. Now, what they're trying to stay is we want that to shorten, like the NBA, like the NFL, to four or five years, or like the NHL, even two years. These guys are going into age 29, 30 by the time they get off that rookie deal fully. And, wow. and, and that's the craziest thing about everything. And, and, and that's to me where it's fucked up. Shit's fucked up for sure. And I yeah. don't like I don't like cussing if I don't have to. But it's <laughs> and, and for Rob Manfred to sit up here and to say that the MLB Players Association is the ones trying to screw them over. Brother, you're the one screwing them over. 
You know what I mean? Like, it, it, it's at the end of the day, I completely understand to why if the MLB Players Association are the ones walking out of the room, I don't blame them. Because if you're going to make me sit in an organization for as long as you want, and then when I come up, I have to sit there another seven years with arbitration and everything else going on with that. Yeah. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. I'm not going to be 30 years old. My guy, Patrick Wisdom, he's been on the show plenty of times. If you want to check out those interviews, we talk about arbitration. He just had his rookie year, his first full rookie year, Rob. He's 31 years old. Mm. He's not going to get that deal. He's not going to get that 100 plus million dollar bag because he's in his 30s. Guys aren't going to give him a 10 year deal, a seven year deal. That's the reality of the situation. And I completely understand where these guys are coming from. But my problem is this. I don't know how long this is going to get drawn out. I don't know what it's going to turn into or how this is going to go about. Because at the end of the day, Rob, I'm perfectly fine with these guys waiting as long as they can. And, And I say that as someone who works for the Chicago Cubs, who works at Wrigley Field. I have no fucking idea what I'm going to be doing next month. I don't, I'm probably not going to be sweeping peanuts every morning. But hey, I start every day at 4 a.m. I work outside. I'm perfectly fine if they tell me not to come until May. I'm perfectly fine with it because it's cold and I ain't rocking with it. I mean, it's, it, it, it just sucks, you know. Especially I remember hearing you guys have a conversation about, you know, so what if the lock, you know, the lockout is over with, you know, what about spring training? What about getting guys warm and loose? You know, that's some of the problems that they saw in the NBA and the NFL. You just throw guys back out there and yeah, you have huge potential for injuries. So, you know, you got to think about that also from a baseball standpoint, because, you know, quiet is kept, you know, guys hurt themselves all the time in baseball. You know, you got the the thrower shoulder, you know, you can tear an ACL trying to steal a base too fast. It, it's different things that can happen. So, you know, you got to also think about that aspect of, you know, giving guys ample opportunity to get warmed up, to get their bodies loose for that long regular season in baseball. I forgot how long it is. It's, it's like a, a hundred and some games in a, in a regular 162. season. 162. Yeah, that, that, that's a long regular season, my boy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it just messed up. You know, everybody deserves their money. You know, it shouldn't be an issue, regardless of if baseball is a dying sport. It still makes big money, you know, right. you know, from merchandise sales to, you know, I, it's people that don't even watch baseball, but they have baseball jerseys. Right. You know, so it, it shouldn't be it should never come down to an issue of money. They should really be able to sit at the table and come to some type of agreement. So, if, 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 if uh, you know, Rob Manfred, who I'm seeing is the commissioner of the of the MLB organization is. Hey, bro, it's time to have a sit down and really talk. If you want your sport to be played, because you're going to be losing out on money if you're not showing up on TV. So then if money is an issue, you know, who's going to pay somebody a contract in which you're not even producing a product? Right. So, yeah. No, I let's hope they're able to get that get that uh, underway. I promise, ladies and gentlemen, I'm gonna be watching baseball this year. We'll get them. We'll get them right. We'll get them. I'm, right. I'm gonna come on here with Mike, and we're gonna be talking about errors. We're gonna be talking about pitching uh, probability. We're gonna talk about it all. We're gonna talk about. It. I got you, Rob. <laughs> I, I'll get you in there, Rob. I'll get you in there for sure. You, you know, know what, what it is, man. Baseball is a it's a chess match. You know, I I, I really yeah, sure. figured that out. But you know, you also. My cousin had to break it down to me, and I had to think about it. I used to be like, you know, what kind of athleticism you really need for baseball? But to to actually see somebody throw a no-hitter or to see a guy that, you know, just has a high bat probability, you know, right. he's going to he's gonna hit one 
at bat, you know, or had these consecutive hit streaks. You you really got to give it up for baseball players, man. It, 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 that's really a difficult sport, I appreciate and, and it, it takes a skill. It's a I skill. We used to we used to do something. So it would always be for me, Rob. You know, five eight, not the biggest yeah. guy. You know, I got a decent build. It's it's not it's not much. It's not much. <laughs> now, and like I said, only white kid in the whole school, pretty much. <laughs> me and three guys, and we all went to middle school together too. We were we were always together. Yeah. Um, but we, we hung out with everybody, and, and a lot of people would say, "Oh, Mike plays baseball. He ain't athletic." And I was like, <laughs> "Ain't athletic." And we were in the gym just messing around. And I always had, I always, had, I always do, Rob. To this day, I always have a ball in my hand. It's just my yeah. little fidget. I'd bring it in class, whatever, just messing around. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't one of those fidget spinner kids. I think those are weird. I always had a baseball, and I told him, I told the one kid, I go, "Oh yeah." I go, "That's how you feel." I go, "How about this?" I go, "You run as fast as you can." And I promise you, I'll hit you wherever you're at. And yeah. I was probably 65, I, nothing special. 65, yeah. 70 miles per hour. This is like my sophomore year. Nothing special. It ain't It ain't all that. You know, I'm not in the 80s. I'm not in the 90s. I'm a center <laughs> fielder. I don't, I don't pitch. But yeah. I said, I got you. I go, tell me tell me how fast this feels. Yeah, you ain't going to hit me. I'm a, I'm a wide receiver. I said, okay, cool. Now, he started running. And I said, watch this. Beamed him. And it. It, we clocked it. I think later on in the season, we clocked it at probably like 67 miles an hour. And I That's looked at crazy. him. I said, how'd that feel? He turned around. He said, pretty damn athletic to me. And I was like, <laughs> I'm telling you, bro. Yeah, like, man. You got to you gotta show love to baseball players. So I understand. You know, as you're growing up, you know, we're taught to love the highlight sports. So, you know, right. I got really into football and basketball. Uh just always been my thing, especially during the Kobe Bryant era, man. Oh, without a doubt. That, you know, was, I, I, I hey, fell in love. High, Rob. I would love to sit here and say Derrick Rose was my first love for basketball. Yeah. He's he's a hood hero. He's always going to be the neighborhood hero. He's always going to be the yeah. guy that made it out. But Kobe Kobe won my heart. Kobe won Kobe my was heart. My, hey, hey, Kobe made me love the game of basketball. Like, mm-hmm. I always say, like, when I, when I got introduced to the sport, Michael Jordan, you know, he had he had the the things that introduced me to the game. Right. But with Kobe, I started to understand like the, the dedication that it took, man. You know to you know to watch him lose in 08 to the Boston Celtics and how that really bothered him. And then to come back, you didn't get to face him in 2009. You go against the Magic. You like let's make quick work of them. In 2010, finally getting that rematch against Boston mm-hmm. and winning and seeing the joy on his face and beautiful. watching the journey and, and what it took to, to beat this team. It bothered him that he didn't win in 2008. It was just beautiful, man. So I, I, I'm just always been a fan. But like I said, I followed. That White Sox year was magical. It was magical. And I remember mm-hmm. watching it in the playoffs. I remember – that one game, it went to like 14, it was like 14 innings. <laughs> I know you're talking about. Uh, I, I couldn't, we couldn't go to sleep until we won. I think Greg Plume or Plume hit the, hit the home run that took us home. So, you know, I, I remember watching it and I was like, baseball's not that bad. We'll, like, we'll get you there again, Rob. We'll get you there again. I got to you know, get into it, Hey, man. most recent, 2016 with the Cubs, but that's neither here nor there. We'll have a conversation Hey, you know what? I always mention the Sox, man, because as a South Sider, the oh, Cubs always – the Cubs always get the attention. I mean, when you right. think of Chicago baseball, the Cubs are going to pop up in your mind. I always say some of the most loyal franchises, the Yankees, the Cubs, the Dallas Cowboys, I don't care win or lose, they're going to put butts in seats. They're oh, going to always be the talk of the town. The Cubs have some of the most loyal fans. I'll tell you world. what, 
I'll tell you what, and, I, and I'll break it down. Being someone who worked there and worked yeah. in the morning, I'll tell you straight up what went down, though. When they traded everybody, when they yeah. traded Rizzo, Bryant, Baez, the whole nine, yeah, seats were empty for a while. Oh, because you were a little nervous. People were pissed, and I know the Rickets <laughs> felt it. I know I can't wait for free agency to kick off again. It's it's with the lockout right now. Some of these guys are coming home because yeah. ain't no way. With COVID going on and all this other lockout shit, they're not bringing anybody back. Oh, yeah. Rizzo, Rizzo was a hometown favorite. Oh, man. he's got it. I already said it last week. Got to come back. Or yeah. I'm gonna be very yeah, I've upset. seen so many Rizzo jerseys. It's ridiculous, man. It's, it's crazy, bro. It's the Cubs, though, man. Yeah. It, Chicago Cubs are Chicago baseball. So right. that's why it was a little special to me when the Sox won because I understand that. I'm, I'm from the South Side, from the mud. So you know, you, you all sometimes you get overlooked, you know. Right. So for, no, for, sure. for the Sox to step up and win that, I, I took that personal. Like, yeah, man, that's what we do, man. You know, we 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 not the most prettiest team, we're not the glamorous team, but we just get shit done. <laughs> and you know what? I love a lot of those cats. And if you're gonna get a jersey right now, Luis Robert is the first person I tell everybody invest in a jersey as soon as you can right now. Yeah. The number's sexy. You're wearing 88. Who wears fucking 88? Who knows? <laughs> but the guy's repping it. The guy's a stud. He's a six-tool player. I love everything about him. Rob, before we get out of here, brother, I'm putting you full screen real quick. One more yeah. time for the people. Let them yeah. know what you got going on. Let them know where they can. Hey, man, this is your boy that's hot, the boy Rob Scott. Make sure you guys check out Rob's Two Cents, available on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, and, of course, the Rewind Sports 60 Roku channel, uh, also available for Android or iPhone. Mike, my brother, I appreciate you for having me on, brother. Man, it's always a pleasure being with you, Rob. Anytime you want to come on, you are always welcome. And it, it's, not even, it's not even a question. It's I'm forcing you. When the playoffs are kicking, oh, we gonna talk, bro. We talking. We, we gonna back. talk. You know, hey, I'm. I, look, when it comes to the NBA, oh, we can talk all night, man. We like going. I said, I'm watching. I'm watching the competition now, man. You know, I'm. I'm such a huge NBA fan, so I am excited about this playoffs. Mm -hmm. I'm, you know, some matchups. I'm. I'm dying to see. We're seeing the rise of certain superstars like John Morant. We're looking at Chris Paul. You know, yet again, establishes dominance as one of the best leaders in the NBA history, man. You know, and of course, DeMond DeChosen will hopefully be holding up that MVP trophy at man, the end so. of the year, man. I, I'm, I'm, let's talk, Mike. I'm with it. I'm with it. But <laughs> once again, you guys are listening to Mike on the Mic. If you haven't found it already, you can find my merch at teespring.com. You'll look up Mike on the Mic and see my big, ugly logo. You can find it there. It's always there. You can find me on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you got to find me. You can find me, and you can always find me at 1252 Saturdays, 7 Central. And I'm very good at doing this now. 8 p.m. Eastern. That one's for my guy, Harry, out in Florida. I'm finally learning where my places are. West Coast, I got no idea what the fuck's going on over there. But, <laughs> again, thank you guys for tuning in. Oh, I'll see wait, you guys wait, next one week. More, one more thing. Go ahead, Rob. Also, also catch us uh, ASAP in the morning, man. I got to plug in the ASAP Sports Network, man. ASAP in the morning. I'm usually on Mondays and Tuesdays, but they're on Monday through Fridays from mm -hmm. 9 to 11, man. Come watch a bunch of real fans. Just talk some real sports. Definitely check them out. They're on every single morning during the weekday. You can find them there. You might not find me there. You know, I got a lot going on, but yeah. we'll see. We'll see if I ever make an appearance for the Robs, the Rob Scott. Gotta gotta come on when oh, Rob's oh, on. You gonna come on Rob's two cents, man. Oh, I need you, man. We're gonna talk. 
But again, thank you guys for listening. This is Mike Hughes from Mike on the Mic. I'm here with Rob Scott. Peace. Feels amazing. Look at the city, man. They all showed up. They all showed up. Vandersloot gives it up. Parker to tie. You bet. Finds Rose. Rose trying to get open. Fires away. Bang! It's over! The Bulls win at the buzzer! DeRozan. To win it! No! DeMore! DeRozan delivers! Anderson. Hits it in the air to right. Back at the wall. And the White Sox win it! One way of